back to Several Tangents. It is I, Shelly, and I have just left Migraine City. Yeah, I get them pretty often. Usually it's because of neck pain from either sitting in a sustained position, like in front of the computer, or yeah, mostly in front of a computer. <laughs> At work, too, just not just because I'm always on the computer playing Final Fantasy 14, I swear. Or sometimes I just sleep in a weird angle and that just makes me wake up with a neck ache and that leads into a tension headache, which leads into a migraine. So that's been fun. I've had that for a long time, so it's not like something new to deal with, but it still sucks, I guess. But yeah. It is currently middle of May, and it was snowing the last couple days. I think it was snowing on the weekend, and it snowed on Monday. And it, I, I just, I don't understand. I was raging on Instagram. It was just in a, in a story to, like, my close friends. But I was on the highway, so I'm on a highway that runs north-south. I'm heading south, and there's a ramp that heads into a highway that goes east west and I need to head west so I'm merging into a lane so that I can get onto the correct ramp as you do and usually in these areas where the highway starts splitting off and stuff like it the traffic is a little bit heavier even you know with fewer people on the roads it just there's a lot of trucks and there's a lot of people trying to get to work if they still have work and not not a big deal, like whatever. I always check my blind spot. I always signal, not in that order. I signal, I look in my mirror, and I always check my blind spot like before I merge. I have never not done it because I am terrified of accidentally hitting someone. I also used to work in car insurance, so I don't like the idea of making such a dumb mistake and getting into an accident that could be pretty bad because it is on the highway. Granted, we were slowing down because of the traffic. So I merge in and I'm going whatever. And I don't remember if I heard a honk or if I just happened to look in the rear view mirror. But this van behind me was like riding my ass. And I'm like, I don't understand why, like, I had to slow down significantly because the traffic in front of me slowed down. Like, literally, there was nowhere to go. I wasn't extremely far from the car in front of me. I was, you know, probably a reasonable distance, maybe a little bit closer, just because the traffic was getting pretty slow there. And he was just riding my ass. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude, chill. And keep in mind, I think... Yeah, I was working 7 a.m. to 3, so this was maybe around 6.30 a.m. So it's pretty early for someone to be that ragey. And I'm saying this as someone who's almost always ragey. But whatever, I'm going down the highway and I'm not really like, do I'm not changing lanes or anything. I'm just going straight because by this point, the traffic has loosened up. I had no reason to change lanes. I was speeding quite a bit and the weather was pretty bad because it was snowing pretty hard, but I was always careful. Like if there were cars in front of me, I would slow down with them or I would change to an emptier lane, but there were no cars in front of me. So I was just going straight. And again, I can't remember if I heard a honk or if I just saw it of, you know, the corner of my eye, but this car pulls up behind me and this guy 
reaches out his like driver's side window and gives someone the finger. I didn't assume it was me because literally I was not doing anything. I was driving straight. I was driving with the traffic, which is somewhat above speed limit. I wasn't going too slow. So I was like, okay, whatever. Dude needs to chill. Didn't realize it was the same fucking guy who was riding my ass early on the ramp. Continue down the highway. We're like 15, 20 minutes away from me having merged onto the ramp. And car pulls up behind me to my left. And again, probably saw it out of the corner of my eye, but this guy just starts gesturing angrily at me through his window and giving me the finger through his window. And I realize it's the same goddamn ugly ass van as the other two times. And I don't, I don't understand why you would get so pissed at a slight. Like, I don't think I cut him off because I'm not a daring enough driver to actually cut someone off. I think if anything, I might have the opposite reason for someone to be mad at me is I signal and I take too long to merge because the car in the lane that I'm trying to merge in is coming up a little too fast. So I kind of hang around to wait for them to pass which is a safe thing to do. So if you do get mad at someone for that, you're also an asshole. But like my only guess is I merged in front of him and then had to slow down because again, traffic was slowing down or he was trying to merge into the same lane. So I was merging from a left lane to a lane on my right. And maybe he was merging from the right lane into the lane that I was moving in. And that can get pretty dicey. Like, I try to do a better job of checking for this. But when you're changing lanes, like usually you're checking the traffic in the lane that you're changing into, not the next lane over. So I get that that happens, but like that happens. There's no reason to get mad about it. Like, if anything, maybe you would roll your eyes and be like, this person's an idiot. I almost got into an accident with them. I, I just don't understand what would drive someone to be so Goddamn angry that they would firstly ride ride my ass for no good reason, but like whatever. That's a very passive aggressive way to to express your anger. So I I mean I've done it a few times, but mostly because people were driving way too damn slow. And I mean like below speed limit when there was no traffic, therefore slowing down the entire road of cars. But also, like, to follow me down the highway for, like, 20 minutes just to give me the finger twice. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I think I did tweet about this on the Several Tangents Twitter. But, yeah. Basically, this guy has a teeny tiny dick and deserves a high five to the face with a chair. And it's happened several times. One of my friends responded to my Instagram story to say that that happened except this this person suddenly cut her off and then suddenly braked so she had to suddenly break luckily she didn't rear end him because usually if you rear end someone um, you're going to be at fault but you know that's why dash cams are a good idea because then they'll see that this person purposely like and I have a dash cam both at the front and the back so they can see that this person angrily like went around me just to cut me off and suddenly break, in which case that's kind of criminal behavior, to be honest. Like at the very least, it's reckless driving. I've had someone constantly, like, I, I'm i not going to lie. I 
speed. And depending on where I have to go, like I, I might, I don't really weave between the lanes because again, like I'm usually cautious when I'm changing lanes, but sometimes if a car is going too slow, I will change lanes to pass them, which is what you're supposed to do. But I remember once I was driving from a subway station. It was pretty late at night. This was when I was working a food retail job, so I was closing shift. And there was one other car on the road. They weren't going slow, but they were going slower than I'd like. So I move into the next lane to pass them. And they speed up to move into the lane in front of me. And... That really does nothing. Like, they didn't suddenly stop or anything. But, like, it it doesn't make any sense because if I was going too slow, like, like, they were already in another lane. So it doesn't affect them. And I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe they were trying to make a turn. They didn't change lanes. They just stayed in front of me. Again, they kind of slowed down and I just wanted to get home. So I moved into a different lane again to pass them. And they speed up and move in front of me again. And like this car, I remember it was a like, quote unquote, nicer car. Like it was a sportier car, whereas I was driving a somewhat beat up SUV. And like. I couldn't think of another explanation, but the fact that this guy didn't like that I was going faster than him. Like, I don't I don't understand. I like I genuinely do not. Someone please explain it to me. I've had someone pull the whole like I'm going to suddenly cut you off and suddenly break thing because I gave them a little honk because we were both in the left turn lane. Advanced light went. He didn't go. I usually wait a little bit because like I'm not one of those assholes that would honk like the second the light turns if you don't move plus it was a quieter road there was not much traffic I wasn't in a rush but this guy was sitting for like a while like I am 90% sure he was just on his phone so I give him a little a little honk like a little meat not like a full you know angry and he goes and whatever and then he merges in front of me and tries to cut me off and suddenly breaks Again, dude in a nice-ish car like a BMW or something. And I'm like, how tiny is your dick that you can't stand the slight embarrassment of having been caught not paying attention to the light and having someone honk? Like, it was a gentle honk. I wouldn't, like, it. Like if someone gave that little beep, I would feel embarrassed because I was like, oh, shit. But I wouldn't feel mad. And again, this is coming from someone who is generally very salty about everything. But anyway, that's been my little rage of the week. There was like 10 minutes of me just raging about driving. I think I've talked about this in an earlier episode way, way, way while ago about how much I just hate idiot drivers. But I think the ones that take the cake are usually just like the tiny dicks. I just I don't. I don't understand. And yeah, that's pretty much it for that story. But what I was originally going to talk about this episode was my current struggles with the lockdown situation. Obviously, like all of this is just whining and it definitely 
does not compare to what a lot of people are struggling with because I am going to work. I have a steady income. I am able to socialize through work. But it it does suck to not be able to go anywhere. My current biggest struggle is not going to the gym because I am the kind of person where environment matters a lot. And I know for some people like, oh, well, if you can't go to the gym, then just watch workout videos at home. But I just can't. I know it sounds really silly, but I also... I also think that a lot of people do, like, understand this. If I come home, especially after work, or even on my days off, which, you know, are fewer now that I'm at a new job, home is where I rest. Home is where I get to do things that I want to do rather than things that I feel like I need to do. And I find it really hard to change my mindset like they say mind over matter well yeah my mind is pretty fucking stubborn like even when I was in school it was hard for me to study at home because I just started losing motivation really really quick also it's really noisy at home and really distracting and it's annoying but even if I were in another noisy environment like a coffee shop I find it so much easier to study because I am there for a purpose, for a specific reason. Deviating from that reason makes me feel kind of bad. But, you know, when I'm home, I have no reason to feel that push. And I'm not going to deny it. Like a lot of things, I really do need a certain push to get me started or keep me going. Like even just small things, I just... Like, we'll put them aside. And I do wish that I was a little bit more, you know, independent in that aspect because it it does kind of contradict how, like, introverted I am. Like, I like being on my own and independent, but I also like having someone or something to keep me going with certain things. And, like, I think it's a good work. And, like, I think I'm making good progress because I'm still going on with this podcast, even though I'm hosting solo right now and there's no one to like hype me up for this except for myself but yeah like I said having issues with the fact that I'm not able to go to a gym to work out and again this is definitely a first world problem and it seems really silly but it is just so hard to get into the mindset like when I go to the gym you know I'm all I'm either already changed my workout clothes or I brought my workout clothes to change it's an environment that is specifically for working out And the instructors at this gym are really good at keeping you motivated. Like if they see me slowing down and certain instructors, like they, they know what kind of push you need. And some people need more encouragement. I need kind of like teasing beratement. (laughs) Like the instructors I like the most, they're the ones that are like, come on, like you call that punching. I've seen you hit much harder than that. Where it's not trying to bring me down like, you're a wimp, you suck, can't you do better than this? It's like, I know you can do better than this. I've seen you do better than this, so do better than this. And I'm really competitive mostly with myself. I am a little bit competitive with other people in terms of like, especially when it comes to fitness because because I've struggled with body image issues for almost my entire life. And I've been unathletic for almost my entire life. 
So the fact that I'm able to keep up with this level of athleticism when people who are quote unquote more fit than me or at least look more fit than me aren't going as hard as I am, aren't able to manage the same things that I'm managing, it does make me feel a little better about myself. Obviously, I'm not going to go up to anyone and be like, oh, you suck. I'm so much better even though I'm fatter than you. Like, no, that's not what that is. It's like, look at all these people who are seen by society as better than me just because of their body type and their body size. And look at what they're accomplishing versus someone who like doesn't look like they could accomplish it and beating the hell out of that punching bag. Like, I don't know. It, it gives me a boost. It doesn't really bring anyone else down. So I don't think it's a bad thing. But because I'm not able to go to the gym, I don't have someone pushing me. And also, like, kickboxing is a little hard to do at home when you don't have any equipment except for your gloves. Like, most of the appeal of kickboxing to me is that feeling of hitting something and hitting it right and hitting it hard. So not actually having something that I can hit as hard as I normally do <laughs> really puts a damper on it. Like, I don't like working out. I I really don't. Like, some people actually do enjoy, like, they like the burn and they like sweating. And I really don't. I like the results of it, of feeling like I've pushed myself and feeling like I've accomplished something. But the process itself, I whine a lot at the gym, which like to the instructors who've had to deal with me being like, but I don't want to like, thank you for, for dealing with that. But when it's like the workout stuff, like the conditioning stuff that's not hitting, I don't like it. I don't. <laughs> But because I'm at the gym with instructors there, like I have to do it. But you throw me, you know, in the basement with a workout video at home. And even if I were to motivate myself to do the exercise, I am not going to go as hard. And I think I am I am definitely like an instant gratification type of person. I am someone who needs like feedback constantly um I'm very needy in that way but it's it's been rough and because of all that like I am feeling a little shitty about myself because I know this is a flaw of mine like to not be able to motivate myself to do things that I don't want to do which sounds kind of like duh but there are lots of things in life that we have to do that we should do, that we don't want to. And I feel like I need more of a push to do those things than a lot of other people do. And that makes me feel bad because it's like, why can't I just fucking do it? Like, but I, I don't know. It, it seems silly, but like your mind is funny in that way where you know it should be a certain way. And, you know, we're kind of crossing into actual mental illnesses but a lot of the times you know what you should and shouldn't be feeling quote-unquote should and shouldn't but you feel it anyway because that's just your brain that's just the chemistry in your brain and the neurotransmitters and all that and 
there is actually very little that you can do to control it. You know, like people who have depression, well, a lot of them acknowledge a life is not that bad, relatively speaking. But like they just can't help feeling that way. And little things that confirm the feelings that your your brain makes or the brain that your brain is making you feel like you know I haven't been diagnosed with depression ever but I've definitely have had depressive episodes and like there will be moments where it's just a little thing like I feel like none of my friends like me none of my friends care about me and maybe one friend takes a little longer to reply than I thought they would, even though maybe I know they're like currently not at work or anything. Like something like that is just so innocuous. Like I'm not always checking my phone. Sometimes I don't see a message until like 12 hours later. It doesn't mean anything. And in the back of my head, I know it doesn't mean anything, but because my brain is already pushing these feelings at me, immediately I start feeling like, you know, oh, they don't care about me. They don't want to answer me and blah, 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 which may or may not be true. And, you know, that's obviously compounded by my previous experiences with super shitty friends. But like to translate that into a lighter note of not being able to work out it's kind of like that. Like I, I feel tired. I've said this almost every single episode, but I genuinely do feel burnt out. It's been like work has definitely has had its ups and downs when it comes to how busy and how tiring it is. But the last two days I worked, this whole COVID situation is not really slowing down. Like I feel like we've gotten even more than usual. Like we've been struggling during the day shift and just constantly hearing about COVID, which is ironic because I'm talking about it right now and I've talked about it before, but just constantly hearing about it. And what's worse is hearing all the negativity around it. Like the feel good stories are feel good, but I think it's human nature to focus on the negative and hearing about all the people who are getting sick, who are suffering, all the people who've lost people. And then all the bullshit that's happening from idiots who have had the privilege of ignorance and haven't had to experience the loss and the suffering for themselves, making shitty comments and leading to more pain and more loss for other people. Like just all of that is, it, it's really tiring. And then, you know, I'm also working much earlier hours than I was used to at my other job. So I just like I slept yesterday. When did I go to bed? I somehow managed to stay up till one despite my migraine. I think pro probably partly because of my migraine. And I woke up at like eight. I went down to take some meds. And I went back to sleep and I woke up half an hour ago at noon. Yeah. And I still feel tired. So because of all that, like I feel even less motivated to work out. Like that's why when I come home, I just don't want to be productive. I I just want to flop onto my bed, 
play some video games, not think very hard. Definitely not work very hard. So, yeah, I am trying to challenge myself to work out like a little bit. Like I'm going to do, you know, maybe 100 sit ups this one day and 100 squats another day. So like weight wise, I haven't changed very much from before, but I know that my body composition has changed. I think I'm a little less muscular and a little more chubby than I was before. And I just hate that feeling because I did work hard to to change that, to be more muscular, to be stronger, to hit harder. And I hate that my own stupid lack of motivation, my own laziness is getting in my way. And I know that's a very dangerous mindset, but like, like I said, you can't help what you feel. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I think that's also where a lot of people are at. Like it's hard to even work from home if you're not used to it because there's less to hold you accountable. And like there is a psychology to having certain purposes associated with certain environments. Like even in school, they tell you like you shouldn't study in your bed because that environment is conducive to rest and not studying and focus so firstly you're just not going to be more productive and then also psychologically when you have to recall that information for like a test or exam your bed is a very different environment from your classroom I hope (laughs) so like the environment does affect you and there are ways to overcome that I think but there's it's it's that activation energy I'm like I'm like a chemical reaction. I need a catalyst to push me over, to get me past that activation energy level, to keep me going through that reaction of actually working out. And right now, I haven't found that catalyst yet. So I'm staying here on the one end of the reaction. Yeah. Did I just make a chemistry analogy for my lack of motivation I feel like I should be a little proud of that (laughs) but yeah that's pretty much again a short episode not too much to talk about I hope everyone's staying safe I hope everyone's well it's a difficult time in many respects uh, whether you are sick know someone who's sick or aren't sick, but just trying to reconcile all these changes. Because honestly, I don't even remember what it's like to have a normal life right now. Like, I, some of the department stores and grocery stores are doing priority lines for frontline workers, which is good because now after work, if I realize I need to grab something, then I can do it without having to spend two hours in a line to come home and have maybe an hour of rest before I have to go to sleep so that I can go to work. But like, I just, I don't feel like that makes it feel any more normal that I can go and do that now because I'm still going to see people, you know, lined up I'm still going to see people wearing masks. I'm still going to see people, you know, sanitizing 
the shopping carts and all of that. And like, that is just, it, it's different than what it was. And yeah. Anyway, I think I'm starting to ramble now. So I'm going to end this episode here. If you enjoyed this, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser and subscribe or follow or whatever this podcast so that you know when it comes out. It comes out every two weeks on Wednesdays. It's coming out a little later this week because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired and I'm lazy and I'm angry and I'm, I'm everything that is non-conducive to productivity. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter, which is basically like, it's basically my personal Twitter now. I'm just, I tweet angrily on the Several Tangents Twitter at Several Tangents. And you can follow the Instagram, even though I'm not really posting on there. Also Several Tangents. If you enjoy learning stuff or true crime or forensics or all of the above, you can check out my other podcast, Forensic Friends, on the same places that you're listening to this podcast. And that's it. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Bye.